Welcome to Leveling Up the Podcast with Alethea Tucker. I'm so happy that you're listening today. My goal is to bring something new, something promising. I plan to bring conversation, resources, and wisdom around the things that are holding us back from going for our best. We'll talk about everyday life and careers. I'll bring us dialogue designed to dig deep and identify our passions. We'll talk about the limits that you need to let go of and the promise that you need to grab a hold of. I'll interview women who bring valuable insight to the table. We'll have opportunities for Q&A and we'll talk resources to help along the way. There are levels to this and we'll hit them all starting at the ground floor. We all have dreams and now is our time to level up. Ground floor. It's been said that God has never created a failure. The fact that you were born means that you're here to succeed. I know that may not always look like it's true, I mean, what are you to do as you journey through life and you're impacted by situation after situation that seems determined to cloud your vision and make you think you can't go one more day? I understand. I've dealt with impact too. And what you do is you square your shoulders, you sit back and remember your design and you say, I'm born to succeed. I know those seem like words only, but it is so true. Now, situations will continue to come from one side to another. Things will hit you and make an indelible imprint on your life. The death of a loved one, hospitalization after hospitalization, bills that are far taller then your bank account can accommodate. What is one to do? What are you to say? You can make it. Remember, success is in your DNA. Welcome to Leveling Up the Podcast for night three of Exodus. I'm very happy to be with you tonight. Thank you guys so much for joining us. You know that this Exodus series has been designed to help you to identify those things that may be holding you back, mind, body, and soul, from being your absolute best and to help you to begin the process of transforming so that you can go into 2024 on fire, ready to grab those things that are really going to make you thrive in life. That's the whole goal of this series. We've had some awesome speakers to come for us the past couple of nights, and tonight is definitely no different. We have Melissa Brown, the soul love coach. Melissa is a life coach. Melissa is my life coach. She is my friend. She is an ordained minister. 
and she has, she's an entrepreneur with more than 25 years of experience of listening for God and taking a major risk. Her gift is building a bridge between your soul and your spirit, your mind and your emotions. Let me just tell you, you are in for a treat. So sit back and settle in as we talk about those things that can really kind of tie us down, some of those soul things that we may not even be able to identify. But let me go ahead and bring her in. Please help me in welcoming Melissa Brown. Hey, Melissa. Hello. Hello. It is so good to be with you, Alethea. Oh, my goodness. It is so good to have you here. I've been excited. I have had the best guests on for this series, and I'm so grateful um, that I've really been able to bring some light, I know, to people. And I know that I know personally what you preach. I know what you teach. And I'm excited for my listeners to hear some of what I've been privy to for years now. I'm real excited about that. So I told them just a little bit about you. Why don't you go ahead and give us a little more, Melissa? Well, as you said, I am an ordained minister, but I'm also a therapist. I've been a therapist longer than I've been a minister, even though I am one who has always believed that as a social worker, that was ministry as well. So um, so I've been around for a while, just working with women, working in community. I've had the benefit of working on staff at churches, as well as with um, different nonprofit groups. And so it's been a joy to be able to be an entrepreneur and do it my way. Um, I don't know if that was ever my intention, but God kind of sets it up that way. Um, because I'm also a mom of three and I was a military wife for 17, 18 years. So on top of also being a military brat. So I think I'm, I'm very used to moving around and making adjustments in life. Absolutely. You know, there's so much that we share similarities in and, and that whole military piece of it, as you know, is, is a part of it as well. So yeah, that whole moving around gets real special after a certain point, but we adjust, don't we? We, we do. We, it's, it's amazing. Yeah. I'm, I'm in Texas now and, um, and I think I got at least one or two more moves in me. Oh, good, 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 good. Well, see, unlike you, I think, I think I'm good right now. Yeah. <laughs> I think I'm good. I think I'm good. Now, Melissa, I want you to speak to us some about, you know, we've been focusing this whole Exodus series on mind, body, and soul. And tonight I really want to speak to soul and where people need to get freed up. And well, I'll just let you go ahead and start, you know, sharing what it is that that means to you and how it kind of relates to, or it does relate to the Exodus theme. Yeah, yeah. I I really think it's a very fitting and important conversation for us to have in the month of December, because in this 12th month of the year, we are wrapping it up. Yes. We are wrapping up 2023 
And the number 12 really symbolizes closure as well as new beginnings. Mm -hmm. And so I think Exodus is a, a perfect theme because as we go into 2024, there are some things that we know we need to leave behind. Mm. There are some, you know, we love to say new year, new me, but if you are not shifting and changing inwardly, it will be 2024 and it will be the same old you. Yeah. <laughs> it will be the same me if I am not kind of taking stock and, and having somewhat of a emotional, spiritual kind of a life assessment mm -hmm. about where am I? and what is working and what is no longer working what do i need to release and what do i need to grab hold to yes absolutely and i mean i agree and when i felt this in my spirit i mean it was such a pressing i definitely felt the release piece of it and the need to leave things behind and that message just really resonating and me knowing that I'm not the only one that that resonated with, you know, there are other people out there as well. How do we, how do we begin to identify those things that we really kind of need to abandon? For some of us, we may not even know where the root of them come, where, you know, where they're rooted. How do we know that it's time and what it is that we need to begin to abandon? I think it's it's critical, especially in, in this time and season that we're in, just in the world, mm -hmm. that we remember the power of the pause, mm -hmm. that we know how to slow ourselves down long enough to even take a look at your life. So often we are on autopilot. I mean, we're just moving. We're busy. We're busy being busy. And, you know, one of the things I advise in my community is don't be so quick to pull out a, another cardboard piece of paper and, and now we got to do another vision board, you mm -hmm. know, without really looking at what happened to the vision you had last year, <laughs> you yeah. know, um, and if you did not fully step into everything you desire, what got in the way? And, you know, from my perspective, because I do work with people emotionally, one of the things we talk about is really paying attention to how you're feeling. Mm -hmm. And so often when a woman comes to me, she is sick and tired of being sick and tired. <laughs> yeah. She is exhausted from her life. And so I, I think you begin to identify what needs an exodus by really taking a look at where your energy feels depleted. And just because it's something you just do, like I said, it, it takes you coming off of autopilot. And so whether it's every time I go to this job, every time I have to go to this particular community meeting or when I'm around this group of people, I you know, rather than being charged, in terms of energy or excited and creative, I feel drained. I, I, I can't even, you know, if you're in a brain fog, I mean, that's more of a physical symptom, but it's, it's like, you don't really feel alive. You feel like you're just there. 
And life is meant to be lived. And so it doesn't matter what you think you should be doing, but really looking at what is actually working for your life. Yes. And and so and and with that, very often we got to make hard decisions. Um, one of the things I say all the time is that healing and change don't take time because people love to say that it just takes a long time, mm-hmm. and not necessarily so because you can change in an instant. When God wants you to come out, you can come out in an instant. The yes. healing, the transformation, the change. It takes courage. Mm-hmm. You got to be willing to step out of what has been familiar, recognizing that this does no this no longer serves me. Mm-hmm. What used to be relevant is no longer relevant. And sometimes it's not necessarily a place or a person or a group of people. Sometimes it's our mindset. Sometimes it's our emotions. Sometimes I'm tired of feeling obligated. I'm tired of doing it all and feeling like it's all on me. And, you know, I I love to not just look at the tree and the branches and because sometimes what we are so exhausted by is just a symptom. It's not the root. Mm. And yeah, and you know, the work that I do, I really help women to look at what is my original soul wound? Because there is a wounding that occurs very early in our life. And, you know, there are four that I've identified. I know we don't have time to go deep into them here, but there is a soul wound of rejection that constantly keeps us searching for approval. There is a soul wound of abandonment where we are always looking for somebody else to show up who's going to be there for me. But most of the time, we end up showing up for everybody else except ourselves. There's a soul wound of chaos where I don't know left from right and it's always something going on. You know, if, if you have one of those lives where every time you turn around, you are in crisis. That did not start in your adulthood. That most likely started between six and nine being in a chaotic household. Mm. And so what you are looking for when you are in chaos is safety and security. We are looking for peace. But very often we are trying to find that safety, the security, the peace in something that seems stable. Mm. Sometimes that's your job that I've been on for 30 years and I just can't leave because this is so stable. The thought when God is like trying to shift you out of something, but you don't want to take a risk because I don't want to be in chaos and not knowing that your safety is within you, that safety is within God, not within your bank account or the right job or all of that. And then there's one more, which happens to be mine and Um, And you will hear overlap in this Mm -hmm. um, because some of them kind of blend together. But the the last one I'll talk about is the soul wound of emotional neglect, which is huge in our, in my community. 
Um, because, and what it means is when all of your physical needs are met, but emotionally, who's checking on you? Who's asking you, how was your day? Who's asking you, how are you really doing? Because you know, we love to say that. Um, and, but very often it's just kind of on autopilot. It's very rote. So how are you doing, Alethea? And Alethea will say, fine. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. if you're in tune, you might pick up that Alethea is not really fine. But that's when you really get to know who's really interested in how you're actually doing. Mm. And so the soul wound of neglect is always looking for someone to care. Because what the wound of neglect feels like is, do I even matter? Do you even see me? Or am I over here drowning in quicksand and everybody's just walking around me doing business as usual while I'm over here drowning and everybody's and all, you know, it's very common with moms, you know, and everybody's like, what's for dinner? Right, right. <laughs> and they, they're missing all of the clues. And so all of, and again, these things happen early on in life, but we carry them into our adulthood. And so when we talk about this exodus, it's, you know, are you ready to leave behind showing up for everybody else, but not yourself? Are you ready to leave behind giving yourself away and giving loving and overgiving? That's what, you know, the soul wound of neglect. You'll be loving on everybody in the hopes that they'll maybe see you, they'll maybe love you back. But my experience is the more you give, the more people take. Right. And so is this the year you come out of giving yourself away to others and finally give time and space and attention to yourself? Is it time to walk away from this old way of being, from people pleasing and searching for approval and finally see yourself and pat your own self on the back? Yes, yes. Yeah. I'm done with chaos and all of the stuff that the drama, because there are some people in our lives that are full of drama and we, you know, and it's such a self-sabotaging kind of wound because every time you start to step in the direction of your dreams, every time you say, I'm leveling up, this is right. my year. Somebody, if it's not you, it'll be someone around you having a chaotic experience and we feel like we got to come to the rescue. Mm. So some of us need to say, this is your problem. This is yours to have. And I'm going to claim peace. I'm going to, I'm going to be safe within myself. I'm going to calm my anxiety down right, Right. around other people and their stuff. And I'm going to be at peace within myself. Wow. You just gave us a whole lot. And I know that everyone could identify with at least Mm -hmm. one of those wounds, Mm -hmm. you know, and we talk about, you know, the fact that it's a number of them overlap and, you know, Melissa, you and I've been in a couple of your programs and one-on-one we worked extensively with these wounds and the step, the first step is to realizing that there is one there. Mm 
you may yes. not even be fully clear as to how it all works together and which one it is. But that's the first step is to identify the fact that you are wounded in some way. And then how you come out of that. Like we said, the exodus piece of it, which mm -hmm. is, which is, you know, where we're focused here and where we want to be. We don't want to stay in that place. And what is, what is it that we can do to begin to move? And like I, you know, we have, like you said, not a long time, but just tell us some things that we can begin to do to get the process moving. Awareness is huge mm -hmm. because you can't heal what you won't even identify. Mm -hmm. And this is the perfect time actually to pay more attention to what's happening internally, what's happening in your spirit, mm -hmm. because we're around family. And I tell you what, nobody will trigger you like your family. <laughs> <laughs> nobody will make you shrink and turn into a 13 year old little girl other than your family. And so I, I want to advise people to pay attention to your energy, pay attention to your mood and get curious about why all of a sudden do I feel quiet? Is it because someone just kind of threw a jab at me and I feel rejected and I really wanted them to like my ideas or ask me about what's new in my life and somebody brought up something, a mistake or something that I did or something they perceive about me that's not, um, that's not a compliment and it makes me now feel bad about myself. Mm. All of that stuff, that's not new. Mm -mm. Like I said, that's that old stuff. And so once you're able to identify where am I uncomfortable, even in my own skin, where am I uncomfortable because I'm around this group of people? Where am I feeling obligated to take care of people and neglect myself? And so it's identifying that and checking in with yourself to ask yourself, who is showing up in this moment? Am I being the little girl who needs to fix it all? Or am I being the grown woman who stands in her own power and makes different choices? Mm -hmm. And sometimes just even saying that to yourself will kind of shift your mind. Because again, you know, I know when me and my sisters are together, if we start talking and before you know it, it's all somebody will bring up something from years ago and it, it, it's almost like we're right back there. Yes. And, and family members will start bickering over something that happened 30 years ago. And it's like, what are we even talking about now? Exactly. And so, but it's also, once you identify it, you pay attention to your body, um, you're able to kind of question who's showing up in the moment, but also because everybody is not in a healing process, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you need to know what it looks like to set boundaries. Mm. Boundaries are like a gate. They're not a wall because walls no. keep people out mm. <laughs> and they keep you walled in. Walled in. 
And so we want to be healthy. We want to we want to exodus, but we don't want to be coming island unto ourselves. Let me just say that because sometimes when we start talking about I'm releasing and I'm getting rid of stuff and really what people are doing is they are leaving literally everything and they are in isolation. Mm. Which means you are no you are no longer in community, and I understand not all communities are healthy, but we got to find a healthy community then. Not right. just I pull myself out of what is unhealthy, and now all I have is me, myself, and I, because mm. that creates another set of issues. But in your relationships, being able to communicate, and that's something that we have a hard time with. Yes being very specific about, you know, when you said this, it felt like that. Can you not do that? Or can we not bring that topic up? You know, I know you were just joking, but that didn't feel like a joke to me. It kind of hurt my feelings. Can you not do that? And then people may say, particularly if we're talking about family, Oh, girl, we just playing. You're so sensitive, that type of stuff. Yeah. You get to make the choice of whether or not you want to stay in a space that can't honor you. That's good. Do I really want to be in a space where people dismiss my thoughts and my opinions? And so sometimes we need to be able to ask the question, do I want to go at all? Mm Mm-hmm. Because there is such a thing as emotional capacity. And what I'm learning is a lot of folks don't really have a lot of emotional capacity. And so sometimes you, I I always say, give people a chance to level up. But once they've shown you they don't have the capacity for that, then let me make a choice for me. Because a lot of times we'll get upset because people aren't meeting us where we want them to meet them, but we haven't asked the question, do they have the capacity to even do it? They'll be capable. And so if I know you don't have the capacity, it's like me asking a five-year-old to cook me a five-course gourmet meal. (laughs) They might be able to do something, something, but they can't. That's not their capacity. Right. And so it's on me for me to go someplace where the capacity is greater. Yes. Yes. And I will still be in relationship with you, but maybe from a distance. Mm. Maybe I won't stay for three hours. Maybe I'll be there 45 minutes. Right. (laughs) (laughs) It's healthier for me and you. (laughs) Yes. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, this is good. This has been so good. And you know, I feel like, you know, we're, we're talking like we usually do. And I am at a loss for words because so much is being poured into, well, into me, into those of us watching that we really have to sit back and think, how are we walking this out? Are we seeing some of these things? Do any of these things apply to me? And that whole self-reflection piece. I know you frequently tell me the first step is to sit with yourself, sit someplace quiet where you can hear, hear what God's telling you, get in touch with your thoughts. 
And that is where we begin this process, everybody. Just sit with yourself, first of all, with the self-reflection is what um, is what Melissa has been saying. And see how you feel. Mm-hmm. See how you feel. Your feelings are the real clue as to there's an issue for one. Yeah, this doesn't and, work for me. Yeah. You think about the, the Exodus and the, the children of Israel they were crying out and God heard them. And God said, I have heard the cry of my people. It's time for them to go. And so I want to encourage people to let go of this mentality of I'm going to grit and bear it because grit and bear it has been killing us. Yes. Yes as opposed to paying attention, there's some things that your mother or grandmother had to tolerate that you don't have to. Oh, yeah. So when we think about it generationally, there are some things that other people didn't have a choice, but they went through what they went through. So you could have a choice. Yes, that's it. They paid that price for us. Yes. And we're suffering unnecessarily because somehow we think we're going to get a badge (laughs) (laughs) if I wear myself out. If I I work, you know, 24-7 and give myself away and take no vacations and I'm exhausted every night somehow. And this this is a different generation because the young folks will look at that and they won't applaud that. They'll say, I want no parts of that. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I think of it even with my daughter, who you've also done some work with, you know, she, uh, totally different. Her, she went into her position setting, setting the boundaries. This is what I'm going to do. I'm going to give you my absolute all, but after this point in the day, I'm pulling away. I need this part of my week to be able to sit and do Mm -hmm. admin things. She set her boundaries up front. And I thought to myself, if only I had done that when I first started, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. it's like, I felt like I had to kind of pay my dues to get to the point where I could do that. (laughs) Right. That's that old mentality. I haven't worked hard enough to be free. Exactly. But because of the life you created for her, she is born into freedom. So she's not even in the mentality of I'm going to work like a Hebrew slave and then maybe I'll enjoy my life. Oh, no. She's like, oh, I'm here to enjoy my life. Y'all not going to kill me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I frequently listen to my kids and think, hmm, I can learn a thing or two. Yes. (laughs) It's a totally different mentality. Now, Melissa, we're going to start to wrap things up here. But I want you to talk about your programs because you have created something for each and everything that is integral, that is involved in what you believe your clients need to be cared for, the care that they need. So tell us about some of the things that you offer. Well, I I know you are familiar with emotional detox, emotional detox was something God put in my spirit. And it's probably very aligned with the theme of Exodus because Mm -hmm. the soul wounds that I shared earlier 
before I shared them with the community, God dealt with them with me. Mm. And I am, like I said, a therapist, and I'm not talking about something God did 20 years ago. This Mm -hmm. is God kind of had me on my face four years ago Mm. and really said, okay, Melissa, are you tired yet? And although I was working on myself and doing lots of personal development and had a coach and everything, um, I had not dealt with the root. And, you know, like I said, entrepreneurship, marriage, motherhood will pull up all of your stuff. Yes, it will. (laughs) And if you are really into growth and personal development, then you're constantly looking at those parts of yourself that are not aligned. Mm. Is this the woman I want to be? Why am I crying in my car? But Mm. everybody thinks I'm happy. Like I said, that crying out. And God said, I hear you. Let me take you through a process. Let me show you what's really going on. And so... Um, so emotional detox is one of the things that I do with women right now. We're doing a radical rebirth series. And so it's a free experience that you can listen at. If you follow me on social media and that's more on my, on my business page of Melissa Brown, the soul love coach, um, you can kind of listen into those videos I'm right now I'm also taking private clients, but by application only, because as you know, Alethea, working with me privately is definitely a deep dive. Yes. And you know, everyone's not always ready for that level. Right. So um that's kind of that those are the things that I'm doing. Okay. Awesome. Awesome, Melissa. Let me tell you, I you know, you've heard me already say that I can attest to what she has done, but I just invite you to visit her website and we're going to give you all that information where you can see the testimonies of other clients. I highly, highly encourage you to go out and look at what Melissa has to offer. Uh-oh. Are we back? I think we yeah, just- there you are. There we go. <laughs> This has been happening every night of of, of Exodus. So that's why we're going to keep pressing forward. Yes. (laughs) Um, But definitely get in touch with her. Um, And the first step for many of us, too, I talked about self-reflection. People frequently think, well, why do I need a coach? Why do I need help? Why do I need advice? Let me tell you, because it's going to help you to get to where you want to be. You don't have all the answers. I know I don't. I promise you, you don't either. There is absolutely no harm in tapping into somebody who's going to be able to help and pull you out of that. Mm -hmm. All right. So hold on for just one second, Melissa. Thank you so much for all of this. We're going to go to the loft real quick. And that's the area where we talk about the resources that are available. And you're going to tell us how we can get in touch with you. So hold on for just a second. The Loft. Why don't you tell us how we can get in touch with you? 
you can connect with me um, through my website if you're really interested in trying to do some work with me or have a conversation with me. Um, there are links there for you to put yourself on my calendar. And the website is www.soullovecoach.com. Mm -hmm. And um, I'm also, of course, on social media, on Facebook under Melissa Brown, the Soul Love Coach, and on Instagram at Soul Love Coach. So that's where awesome. you, that's where you can find me. You can direct message me or you can go directly to the website and um, put yourself on the calendar for a clarity consultation, not a coaching session, but just a consultation. Right to to see where you are and whether or not I'm the right person to help move you into your promised land because we're not exiting just to be exiting we're, we're going right. somewhere and yes. you know we want to go to the place of promise absolutely absolutely we're not exiting just to be exiting. We're trying to go someplace. That that that's what I want you to remember right there. We are trying to go someplace. Absolutely. Melissa, again, I thank you so so much for being here tonight. Something else that I almost forgot to ask. Is there a resource in particular? Could be a book, could be movie, whatever it is that you recommend that we get that may help us in the process. I know that we can definitely um, tap into your, um, you know, your services. Now you also have a book, correct? Yes, I do. Um, the Soul Surrender is my 30 day devotional. That's an, if you don't feel like you have a whole lot of time and you want to just get started, I think The Soul Surrender is the perfect book and you can find it on Amazon um, to help you to begin to pause and slow down, mm -hmm. to help you to let go of the wheel that you keep feeling like you need to control and all the things that you are micromanaging. It's a 30-day journey to let go of your will and get aligned with God's will. Mm. That's actually the subtitle of the book. Wow. So, um, and you can find that easily on Amazon as well. Okay, great. Any other resources you want to recommend? Now, if you do have some deep dive, one of the books that I, I tend to recommend is You Can Heal Your Life by Louise Hay. Mm. It, she does not use the same language I use because I am working on my body of work um, yes. with my soul wounds language and all of that. But You Can Heal Your Life is a book that really helps you to heal your inner self. It looks at the way we speak to ourselves. It looks at the root cause of all of that and where it comes from and why we don't feel like we are enough. It kind of goes into some of the ways that you may have been traumatized. And that's a whole deeper conversation because trauma can be many things. Yes. But those things that kind of stun us stick with us. Mm. And like I said, they can affect us and they affect the lens that you look and see your life through. And what you even expect of the world, what you expect of God when you've been hurt, am I still expecting this is going to keep happening again and again? 
And so Louise Hay is wonderful in kind of helping you to see clearly and through a healed lens and not through the, through the lens of your wounds. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah, I'm familiar with her. I did not know about that book, um, mm -hmm. but it sounds like a great find. So yeah. those are definitely some resources. And what we do with the recommendations that we get from our guests, we'll make sure that we put it in social media where we posted that you would be on tonight. And we'll also put it in the notes on the podcast so everyone will know how to reach out to you and to get a hold of those resources. Wonderful. So thank you so much. Thanks so much again. Um, this has been so fruitful. And I know that it is definitely adding to what people need to do um, as far as Exodus is concerned, helping them to understand what it means for their soul to get out of the places where they don't need to be, the places that don't really profit them. Yes. And how to go about that, you know, mind, body, and soul. Mm -hmm. what we about. So yeah. thanks again, Melissa. Thank you. Thank you so much for inviting me. Absolutely. Absolutely. You were the one I knew had to be here for this. I had no <laughs> question. <laughs> yes. So hold on. I'm going to sign off and I'll be right back. Okay. Okay. Thank you guys so much for being here tonight. And thanks to our guest, Melissa Brown. I know you got something from her tonight that's going to help you in this journey. Make sure you connect with her. Follow her on social media. Make sure that you look at the resources that she recommends. And come back tomorrow night when I help to wrap all of this up for the last night of Exodus. It has been a tremendously awesome series, one that I'm, I'm so happy with. But look, go out, have a wonderful evening. Make sure that you go out in life and be courageously yourself. Be just who you are, knowing that who you are is enough. Your imprint is one that only you have, one where you and only you can make the difference that only you can make. So go out and touch something. Make your life better and make life better for somebody else. All right? Take care. Okay, we've reached the end of the episode. Thanks so much for taking the time to listen. As you catch the elevator down, if you feel so inclined, rate, review, subscribe, and share with a friend. I'd love to hear your thoughts. Remember, every day is a new opportunity, and it's never too late to level up.